Later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Man, that was, a, that was a pretty good episode. Um, AJ, look, I, I hate to do this. You know, this is something I, I would normally ask Jarrett or Hunter, but you know, I, I don't have a lot of time. I got premarital counseling stuff going on tonight. We're supposed to go on a date tonight. I normally lock up the studio and all, but... Do you think you might be able to edit? No, I can't ask you to do that. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this work. Tomorrow's Friday. The episode's going to come out. I promise it's fine. I will take care of the editing for this week. Don't you worry. No, I'll even lock up the studio. You go. You have fun on your day. You have fun wedding planning. I will be here. We'll get this all taken care of. I'll email it to you tonight. I promise. Are you sure? I mean, you got to do the whole welcome to the happiest. You got to you got to lock the studio. Don't. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope. If Sans are butts, I have the keys. I will lock up the studio. I will finish the editing and it'll be all set. Okay, have fun. Goodbye. Leave now. Is he gone? Okay, thank God. All right. It can't be that hard, right? Okay. Um, Let's see. Go in. We're going to convert it. We're going to... No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? I think I just deleted the whole thing. Oh my god, I think I just deleted the entire episode. Where's oh my gosh, and his car is already pulling out of the studio. Oh no, 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 no. I can't tell him. I can't tell him. I have to I have to do something. Um everyone's already gone for the night. I'm not bringing them back. That is embarrassing. Um, I can just, I can pull things from old episodes. No, that doesn't work. I can. Um, I don't, I don't know how to use this. Um, I'll just redo the episode. That's it. I'll just redo the episode. I can do it all myself. Um, welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. We don't listen to our own podcasts anyways. They'll never find out. Right. Right. The listeners won't tell them. No, we'll be fine. We'll be completely fine. We're just going to record our own episode. What did we even talk about today? We talked about all the new 50th stuff. Okay, I can do this. I think I just have to press the button to make Jared's disembodied voice talk about the sponsors. I think it's maybe this button. Make sure to visit our website, happiestpodcastonearth.com, for all of the latest merch, episodes, information, and more relating to the podcast. If you can't get enough of us, you can join us on Patreon via our website to become a part of our happiest fam on earth. For just a few dollars a month, your support on Patreon will get you a bunch of extra content, giveaways, live events, and more. So we hope to see you there soon. And of course, you can join us every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, where we talk to you all live on our Facebook page before we record our episodes. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Jarrett. Um, I guess time to get into my podcast voice, I guess. Ready? Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host today, AJ Moholland, and today I am joined by absolutely nobody. Woohoo! It's a one-woman show today um, to be making up for my own mistakes of deleting the podcast. But, you know, I know you guys won't tell anyone, and I don't think anyone actually listens to our podcast from the group anyways, so they'll never know. It's our little secret. But anyways... Speaking of secrets, cat's out of the bag. It is the 50th anniversary. Pretty much every announcement that could have been made has already been made. And boy, there is a lot. So we're going to do a quick rundown about everything that we can expect here for the 50th anniversary for either just tomorrow, or I guess today, October 1st, and throughout the next 18 months here at the Walt Disney World Resort. So let's get into it. The number one thing, the thing we've all been waiting for, 
the fireworks, the shows, the things that are taking away our very precious happily ever after. Yes, I am talking about Enchantment as well as Harmonious. So first and foremost, we have Enchantment. That's going to be the one that's taking over at the Magic Kingdom and replacing Happily Ever After. Let me tell you, that thing has some big shoes to fill. And if it is not the most spectacular thing we've ever seen in our entire lives, I'm pretty sure most of us will be throwing hands with Bob JPEG himself. I think we can all agree to that. So Enchantment's going to be about a 15-minute show, kind of like Happily Ever After was. And their whole tagline and you know inspiration for the show is to make the guests believe in magic. How cute, how fitting for the most magical place on earth. It's going to be an immersive projection show that goes all the way down Main Street, something we've never seen before. And, you know, we've seen projections during the Halloween parties, during Christmas time. So for this to be quote unquote immersive, I'm going to be super excited to see what's going on for that. I mean, you know, we had projections for Happily Ever After for all of the different characters coming up, making the castle look like it turns into a rocket ship or a bunch of balloons. So, like I said, they have some very big shoes to fill, and I'm super excited. Um, By the time you guys are hearing this, the live stream will have been last night, and today will be the first time that guests will actually be able to be on Main Street. So if you don't want any spoilers, turn off all your social medias because that's all that we're going to be doing tomorrow. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Harmonious over at Epcot has already debuted. Harmonious, let's just say had some medium-sized shoes to fill. I know a bunch of you are very, very attached to the shows at Epcot. I, for one, have never watched one the entire way through. Actually, it's a lie. I did once, and that's because I was on a fireworks cruise, so you can't really get away from it. But medium-sized shoes to fill. You can fight me in the comments and DMs about that later. But for now, let's just talk about it. I went and watched it last night along with Nick Lee, and it was really good, actually. So you guys know the barges, those you know, 10-story tall, not really, they're not that big, barges that have been taking up the middle of Epcot for months now. They're big old eyesores. Well, they've definitely been put to good use. They have these water projections. They have giant screens. They have light shows. They even set off fireworks at one point. They were very impressive, and it really looked like no matter where you were sitting in Epcot, you would have had a good view. The only thing is, is if you're not on the railing, you're probably not going to be able to see the barges. Yes, there are fireworks going off up in the air, but the barges also had a really big effect, like I said, with those projections, with the water things, stuff like that. So I definitely highly recommend trying to get a good seat along the rail. Granted, that rail is about a mile long, so (laughs) you'll have some pretty good odds. That show was incredibly long. It was roughly 20 minutes. And then afterwards, the barges kept making their lights and water effects and things like that for about another 10. So it was pretty immersive for a good chunk of the time. And then even as you were leaving, the Epcot ball had her own little show, but we'll get into that later. Last few things I'll say about Harmonious before you guys all get to see it, either within live streams or in person. There is a lot of music that feels like it was reused from Happily Ever After. Granted, there's only so many iconic songs and only so many iconic compositions throughout the Disney discography. So, you don't really have too many choices in order to make a fireworks show. I mean, there's some things you just simply cannot make fireworks out of, but I think what they did choose was really amazing. Most of the songs even had a portion of them sung in their original language. So like Hercules had a portion of it sung in Greek, Reflections, a portion of it sung in Mandarin, things like that. It was really, really beautiful. The music was so good, but like I said, it kind of felt like a baby happily ever after in that aspect. Now, when you're headed out of Epcot, 
you'll see the prettiest girl in school, the Epcot ball, all lit up in her glory for the Beacons of Magic. All four of the park icons are getting this Beacons of Magic layover. Epcot in particular, she has these little beacons of light within the triangles that can do a whole light show they almost look like drones for lack of a better word and let me tell you i tried to get so many photos so many videos and nothing does it justice it's really 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 gorgeous and there is a part where she does look like a giant golf ball you know but we still love her we still love her magic kingdom right now we have been seeing all of the 50th decorations for a few weeks if not months it's been up there for a hot minute but apparently there's going to be some added pixie dust according to the walt disney world website so Hopefully, she'll be even more beautiful than she already is. We are so proud of her. We love her. Now, for Hollywood Studios, they actually chose Tower of Terror to be their beacon, which I found interesting that it wasn't the Chinese theater. But she will be glittering with some iridescence, you know, that infamous color that Imagineering has come up with. And if you, since you're listening, you can't see how it's spelled out. E-A-R-idescence. Yes, ears and Mickey ears. We love a good pun. But it will be, quote-unquote, evoking the glimmer and shimmer of the golden age of imagination and adventure. So I'll be really excited to see how they make the Hollywood Tower of Terror look so beautiful while still being, you know, scary in its own right. It is the Hollywood Tower of Terror, for goodness sakes. Like, But I think her pinkish color will really add to it. So I'm excited to see that tomorrow. As well as Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, they will be getting a, quote-unquote, warm and glorious light yes glorious light basically all around the tree of life i feel like it's going to give its old nighttime show vibes where they would you know show the deer running across the tree or the lions things like that it says a lot about fireflies in here so that should be gorgeous but i don't have super high hopes for animal kingdom theme park especially after what we saw with kite tails yeah um anything i've said defending kite tails you can just throw that out the window I never said that. It wasn't me. Don't quote me. Kite Tales, the concept art was gorgeous. It looked so pretty. Basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's going to be where the Rivers of Light was. And there are these 30 to 50 foot kites in all different Disney animal characters that are soaring through the air. They looked so pretty in the concept art. You know, they've been releasing itty bitty glimpses here and there of their testing of the kites, and they looked so gorgeous. And I was honestly genuinely excited because you know there's not very much you can do at disney's animal kingdom theme park i mean you can't shoot off fireworks because there's literally lions tigers and bears oh my around the entire park so got to keep that in mind but the kites looked cool they looked interesting until yesterday when they did a soft opening of kite tails and it was a train wreck honestly it looks like they kind of bought blow up toys from walmart and just blew them up and attach some fish wire to them. They are not pretty. They look nothing like the concept art. You saw a few clips of them actually crashing into the stands where there will be people sitting in less than 24 hours. So hopefully all of that will have been fixed by the time there is actually people there because it was not a pretty sight. And I, I'm just really sad that that's how she came out to be. Rip kite tails. Anyways, also getting a little makeover is the water pageant the one that goes right outside of magic kingdom every single night it's been there since literally the dawn of time it feels like we know her we love her and she is getting her own 50th makeover they've released a few pictures there's you know one of the barges has its own castle show kind of going on and it's actually going to feature the 50th song the magic is calling so that's really exciting to see how they're gonna put that into play for the electrical parade 
Um, that runs every single night from 9 to 10.30, about every 15 minutes as it makes its way around the different stations. So like you'll see it for a little bit at Magic Kingdom, you'll see it for a little bit at Fort Wilderness, et cetera, et cetera. It goes around the lake. I'm excited for that to get an update. You know, it's only been 50 years, so she deserves it. Now, for one of my favorite additions that is coming here to the Walt Disney World theme park and resorts, the 150 different 50th celebration food items. You heard that right. 150. And let me tell you, some of them look amazing. They are hysterical. They fit in with the theming so well. And then there are others that I just have questions. You know, I just want to talk to whoever was in charge of this. But I'm just going to go through a few of them. I highly recommend going online and finding pictures of them. Some of them, like I said, super cute, super topical, great theming, great flavors. Others, yikes. Let's get into it. So, for instance, one of the yikes ones, Casey's Corner. 50th Celebration Hot Dog, an all-beef hot dog topped with strawberry bacon jam, crisp fennel cake pieces, and powdered sugar. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that one either, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have a feeling it's either going to be the best thing on this planet or the absolute worst thing, monstrosity, we might have to disown Casey's Corner type of deal. And the picture looks like it's literally wrapped in a giant, like, chunk of dough not even a funnel cake just a chunk of dough the the bun for it is huge it's so bad but i guess we'll see how that goes they're also featuring a waltz chili cheese dog with you know waltz quote-unquote favorite chili recipe as well as a pressed penny silk pie with a chocolate tart shell chocolate filling whipped cream chocolate pressed penny all sorts of goodies that sound very all-american and you know crystal palace we're just getting a simple old buffet the plaza restaurant somehow is doing a cheers to 50 ears giant ice cream bowl that somehow has a mickey pretzel in it and a whole bunch of other things serves four to six people as it should this thing is ginormous i texted my group chat from when i used to work at the plaza ice cream shop and restaurant basically being like i'm sorry for whoever asked to make this this looks atrocious <laughs> um but my baby the plaza ice cream parlor is getting the banana boom a traditional banana split topped with popping candy and a candied shooting star she looks very cute i don't know how good she'll be i guess we'll see looks cute though Um, but yeah, and other than that, I'm just going to go through really quickly for some of the others, like Tony Sound Square, Firehouse Donuts has ricotta donuts tossed in cinnamon sugar and ear, ha, ear, adolescent sugar, served with strawberry sauce, that sounds amazing, Aloha Isle, you know, we're going to get all those different soft serves, like mango soft serve, vanilla, we got some more coconut, which we know, that is my favorite, I'll take that to the grave, the coconut dole whip is the best dole whip, Jungle Skipper, I'm actually super excited about, They are doing a veranda fried rice, which is actually paying tribute to the old restaurant that used to be there, the veranda. Um, They also have a few other things within that veranda. Same with uh, Tortuga Tavern. They're doing like a veranda, teriyaki burger, chicken tenders, all that good stuff. Now, here's the one I really want to uh, speak to the manager about. Be Our Guest Restaurant. When I think of Be Our Guest, I think of France. I think of Beauty and the Beast. I think of deliciousness, pastries, things like that. Not squids. Yeah, you heard me right, squids. Squids Revenge Drink is, I don't even know how to pronounce that, with a salted rim garnished with charred octopus and cucumber. And then it says, quote unquote, watch out, the giant squid is back. I'm sorry, what? And then the rest of them, we have a Ned Land sea cake, a Captain Nemo octopus, and the Nautilus. But, like, why do we have all of this and be our guest? I could maybe see it at Jungle Skipper, but, like, be our guest? What? (laughs) This is the one that I'm just, I don't understand what's going on here. We have so many different fish and sea things. 
But you know what? Hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll be yummy. I don't have that much faith in it. Um, Cinderella's Royal Table, as you would imagine, has all sorts of goodies like truffled egg custard. We got the lost slipper. We have a sword in the sweet, which is adorable, little cookies and cream chocolate mousse. Um, all different things contributing to the princesses. Also a champagne flight. So if you ever happen to find yourself at the Cinderella's Royal Table, go off. But yeah, everything else is pretty much your traditional sweets as we're going on here down throughout the Magic Kingdom. Again, I highly recommend actually looking these up. One I'm really excited to try is at the Columbia Harbor House, the Happy Haunts Milkshake, a blackberry milkshake with a purple chocolate glazed donut on top. Sounds interesting. I'm here for it. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is the most iconic treat I think we're going to have in this 50th celebration. If for nothing else, then the vessel it comes in. The Uncle Orville Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday. Yes, Uncle Orville is getting his time to shine over at Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies. It is a chocolate and vanilla soft serve with brownie pieces, hot fudge, whipped cream, topped with red, white, and blue sprinkles served in a bathtub. It's literally served in a little bathtub. How freaking cute is that? That is going to be probably one of the most Instagrammed food items that we'll have here, I bet you. But I'm super excited for that. And then, you know, we're going down to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and Animal Kingdom is pretty much... Most of your typical treats, you know, Creature Comforts is getting a Mickey Dome and a cupcake, which the cupcake does look really, really cute. We got some blueberry muffins. Nomad Lounge is grabbing some Firefly margaritas and another chili dog. The chili dog seems to be the treat of the season here for the 50th anniversary. Pretty much every single um, restaurant has some sort of chili-esque thing about it. Did Walt really like chili that much? Can I Google that? Is that like a known fact? Um, but yeah, Dinoland's got some ice cream sandwiches. A lot of these places are just taking old premium bars and then dipping them in certain flavors. Like I know one place has the premium Mickey bar dipped in blue raspberry coating, which should be interesting. Blue raspberry with chocolate. Not sure I would have tried that on my own, but again, I'm seeing more chili, chili dog, chili fries. We just, we're going all out here with the chili apparently. And the Firefly Appletini, you know, I'm going to be there for that one at restaurant. Asaurus sounds freaking phenomenal. For Disney's Hollywood Studios, some of the ones that are really catching our eye here are like the Shimmer Over the Moon at Oasis Canteen. It's an apple pie moonshine with amaretto, pineapple juice, and club soda served with a souvenir glow cube. And I don't know who exactly thought of this because it looks like it's from SpongeBob. The Glimmer and Shimmer Pineapple Mousse, a golden pineapple mousse on a toasted coconut crisp with caramel cream and a matcha sponge cake. And let me tell you, this thing looks like, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Like, what? I don't, I don't really know. I'm kind of expecting Universal to make some jokes about this. Does Universal even own SpongeBob? Yeah, they have the SpongeBob store. Yes. Okay, I need Universal's social media team to get on this because, you know, they're candid as heck. We love them. But yeah. And then Epcot, we already have food and wine going on, so they don't have a ton going on for the 50th. You know, the Brewing has a cronut going on. We have a key lime tart at Coral Reef. A few bunk cakes, things like that. Nothing too, too special over there. And the Disney Springs, you know, Emirates, the Ganache Sharif, Fontina Cocina, all of your normal places are going to have those 50th anniversary things. And let me tell you, they're actually kind of popping off. Like, the one at Emirates looks beautiful. Looks like a geodomos. And I'm super excited to just eat my way around Disney Springs for that. Most of the resorts also have one. The Maran Sana at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, All-Star Movies, All-Star Music, Coronado Springs, Old Key West, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Boardwalk, Boardwalk, Riviera. Man, they are just really getting into it. Riviera again. Another Riviera. Riviera is just popping off with all their food. Like, let me tell you, all of these things look absolutely gorgeous. Ale and Compass, 
uh, restaurant and the market both have one as well as Yachtsman Steakhouse. And when I picked up a shift the other day at Yacht and Beach, let me tell you, those photos that they had out for us to look at and start memorizing ourselves with the products, mwah, chef's kiss. I'm so excited. And you know, sometimes you get a little nervous because these treats are either the best thing you've ever had or they were a waste of $7 and now you have a sugar rush. So it'll be very interesting. Now, I think the last one I want to talk about overall is just, you know, not the most appealing dessert to the eye. It is the Chicken Dinner Cupcake Trio over at P&J's Southern Takeout at the Fort Wilderness. Okay, just hear me out on this. What what I'm seeing here, I'm going to try to picture to you guys. Three cupcakes. One of them has a leg of fried chicken on it. The other one, mashed potatoes and gravy with a big old thing of butter on top. And the last one, peas and carrots on top of a cupcake. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that either, but I'm going to read out to you what they are actually encapsulating, and they sound delicious. So the fried chicken one is actually an apple fritter with apple pie minshed filling and vanilla buttercream. The mock mashed potatoes are actually Snickers, mousse cupcake, caramel buttercream, and a starburst quote-unquote butter. Cute. Clever. Not sure all of those flavors really mix, but cute on the presentation. And the peas and carrots is actually a strawberry moonshine custard with white chocolate frosting and M&M mini quote-unquote peas. Again, not sure if I love all those flavors together, but 10 out of 10 for the creativity on that presentation. And let me tell you, last time, go check out, like I said, there's 150. I could probably do a whole episode looking at all of these, but you will be seeing all of this content on our YouTubes and social medias this weekend because we have a mission to try to try as much as possible here with all of the different food. So definitely be keeping an eye out on that. We're currently about to hit all four parks, Disney Springs, most of the resorts. So if you're not following us at the happiest podcast on earth, as well as all of our other socials, cough, cough at magically.aj, cough, cough, go check it out because we are going to be bringing so much to you guys. Y'all have no freaking idea. All right. And the very, very last thing I want to bring to y'all's attention before I let you go and try to talk my way out of the entire group being mad at me for deleting the episode is everything we're not going to be seeing on October 1st. Tron. She's taken her sweet time. Um, I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't even think they've given an official release date for Tron yet, but Taking their sweet time. If you've ever gone on the People Mover, you can see the progress that they're trying to make. I was really hoping it would be ready by this time. But you know what? You can't always get what you want. The Magic Band Plus system was just announced yesterday, actually. And they're going to be special Magic Bands, which I'm pretty sure were supposed to be released tomorrow. But it'd be like that. They're actually going to be released in 2022. And basically, they're going to be interactive with the different things throughout the celebrations, such as the gold statues, They did not go into detail how they would be interactive with the statues. Maybe your magic band will light up or something. I don't know. Because the gold statues don't do anything. If you've seen them, they just stand there and look pretty. But they also will be interactive with enchantment as well as harmonious, lighting up to the music and the things you see around you, which could be pretty cool. I know for all my Swifty fans, you're probably thinking of those light-up bracelets she would do for her concerts. So if it ends up looking like that, I'll be a happy girl because those are really, really awesome. Um, Genie Plus. Yeah, that's just a big bleh. I don't think anyone's so excited for that that they can't stand it. But I'm just telling you right now, nobody knows when it's actually going to come out. I am a concierge that has yet to be trained in Dis- or excuse me, in Genie Plus, so that's how far out it's still going to be. But hopefully it'll be rolling out here soon so that we can stop having guests ask us about it 
because I don't know anything. So hopefully that training will be coming along smoothly. Pretty much every single person is getting trained in it. And so that worries me a little bit because when's the last time Disney's had such a major update that they've had to retrain every single cast member? I personally can't think of one. I mean, even if they did that when the app came out, I never got trained in the app as a concierge or as any role. So I'm thinking if every single role from security to custodial to attractions to concierge to what have you has to be trained in Genie Plus, that means we're in for a big bleep show. There you go, Corey. I don't have to try to edit out for a Mickey laugh. (laughs) But it should be very interesting. Hopefully it's as great as Disney keeps hyping it up to be. And hopefully it's not going to ruin all of our wallets too much. And last but not least, I know nobody cares except for me, but Typhoon Lagoon, baby girl, still not open. I've heard rumors that it'll be opening in the beginning of October as per some of my friends that worked there, worked past tense. But I guess we will see if she actually ever opens. I miss her. Typhoon Tilly forever. All right, my friends, thank you guys so much for following along as I blazed through pretty much every announcement that Disney has made thus far. And like I said, I blazed through it. There are so many little details and little things I was not able to go over without probably boring y'all to death. So definitely check it out for yourself on the Disney Parks blog. And check out our social medias over the weekend as we try out all of these amazing foods, drinks, shows, all that good stuff. We can't wait for you to follow us along. And like I said earlier, Nobody knows that I deleted this episode. As far as the other cast members know, we recorded this together, I edited it, and it's out there for you guys all to hear. Nobody needs to know I messed up and deleted the episode and had to re-record it. Right, right. It's our little secret. All right, my friends. Love you all. We'll see you all again real soon. And this has been AJ Mulholland. Have a great day, y'all.